0: Welcome back into the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Appreciate all your support and love and feedback. Connect with us on our Facebook page and reach out via emails to WSMSpodcast at gmail.com We Shall Not Sleep WSMSpodcast at gmail.com Connect with us on our hosting site, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. So, I promise that More interviews are coming. It's difficult sometimes to arrange a lot of the logistics. So thank you for for bearing with us so far. Okay, with that out of the way, one of the things that I've been I've been thinking about this last uh, couple weeks is that is the Christian response to the phrase "My body, my choice." For some, that phrase is a social stance. For others, it is a philosophy, or simply just political, and. I just want to just respond that that sometimes you know as Christians we can lose sight of our purpose here you know our purpose here uh, on this planet is to live a godly life one as a worship and as a as our whole beings are involved in worship we worship God and we are to spread the news of Jesus that is it those those that's the main purpose of our life we're not here to get a paycheck, to live the American dream for those living in America. We're not here to buy things that we like or to simply just enjoy ourselves and all the selfish ambitions and selfish pursuits. That is not why we're here. All those things can transpire, and they can be part of God's plan for our lives. Those are the intricacies of daily living on this planet. It's the way that systems work. And I don't think those are bad things whatsoever. But what is our purpose here? At the end of the day, what are we doing? Are we willing to give all that up? Unlike the the rich run the rich young ruler that was in the New Testament that we often chastise and rebuke because it's like, oh, he wouldn't sell everything and and give all his possessions to the poor, and then he wouldn't as well um, follow Jesus. Like, well. For that guy, that represented selling everything that was important to him. For a lot of people, that's not necessarily a, a big bank account because a lot of us don't have that. But for the rest of us, what do we cherish? What do we desire? Is it our possessions? Are we willing to do the same? That's the question we have to ask. What are we here for? What's our purpose? So with the My Body, My Choice movement, it's very interesting that in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20, Paul is talking about the particular present circumstance humanity's found themselves in. He's saying to the Corinthian church, Don't you know that you have been bought with a price? Your life is not your own. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Now, the Corinthian church was in the port city Corinth that was famous for having a temple for Aphrodite where over a thousand prostitutes hung out in the middle of this like town square. Think of your downtown area, the most prominent place in your city where, people, where where things could be most visible. And could you imagine a, a public, uh, public temple, a shrine dedicated to a god, and then having a thousand prostitutes there, and the amount of stuff that you would see there? I mean, that is Corinth. That is the city that this church found themselves in. A lot of us in the church today have the privilege of not being around a lot of sin, visible sin, but could you imagine being a church in that city and what you'd have to deal with? You'd be inundated with with like the sexual perversion in your daily life, just walking through the downtown market square. So that, that is something to that adds context to what Paul's talking about, because there was a lot of sexual immorality going on in the Corinthian church. That was one of the main aspects, but in this in this regard, you know, Paul's talking about honoring God with your bodies. You know, as as Christians. Regardless of where we come down on the politics of things and the social aspect of things, and this is talking about gender identity, abortion, or just the fact that I have my own autonomy, I'm going to do whatever I want. Wherever you stand on that, that's not the purpose of this particular podcast episode. My question is, you can hold those views, but are you still surrendering your choices to God? Even if you're a victim of, of something terrible. How can God redeem that evil act through his eyes? How can that happen? But if we're focused on me, we're focused on what I want and how bad my particular circumstances, you know, we have a lot of bad circumstances, but none of us are being strapped to a cross and having our hands and nails pierced. Remember that. None of us are receiving a crown of thorns and being, being the recipient of the 40 lashes minus one. Now there are martyrs today. But you know what those martyrs are focused on? Persevering in their faith. They're not worried about their own wants and desires at that point, the selfish desires. They're focused on Christ. That's it. It takes a it takes a spotlight off of you in order to be a martyr. So how many of us truly are willing to you know, die for Christ? Not just physically, but surrendering all of our lives, all of our life over to him. Something I've been thinking about, it's our body, our choice. What about his body, his choice? It can be difficult. I'm not saying there's not room for, for freedom. We have been given free will, but when we surrender our our life over to Christ, freedom is a different term at that point we have been free from sin but that doesn't give us the liberty to do everything that we want anymore free from sin but those come those with those things come constraint you don't give your kids absolute freedom otherwise they would severely harm themselves so as children of god we don't have freedom to do if we want to stay right with god we don't have the freedom to do anything we want, whenever we want, however we want it. It's called sin, especially if we give ourselves over to the fleshly desires. I hope that these types of um, statements can help. It doesn't mean that there's not points to be had. It doesn't mean that we get rid of empathy. I'm talking to Christians, to Christians. How we deal with the people in the world who are not Christians who deal with these things, that's a totally different conversation. But I'm addressing this to Christians. Remember, if we're surrendered to Christ, it is no longer our body, our choice. We belong to him. We've been purchased, in fact, by his blood. Our life is not our own. That's what Paul says. I don't know how much more clear he could be about the fact that we don't belong to ourselves any longer if we belong to Christ. And then the world will, will, will be completely antithetical to the Christian worldview. That doesn't mean we use that as a as a source of shame. It doesn't mean that we impose our our will upon people regardless of their wants and needs. No. But it's an opportunity for for us Christians, to shine a different light into this world of darkness. And for us as Christians, we have to hold that up to each other as a mirror. We have to be able to rebuke one another and say, hey, that's all great, you might hold that, but remember, what does Christ want? What does God want through this circumstance? These are the questions we must ask ourselves as Christians. If you're not a Christian, then obviously this doesn't apply. You're going to think we're strange already. But Paul's words in First Corinthians are addressing Christians going through a difficult time of trial and tribulation, especially temptation with the sexual immorality going on in the church. And he's reminding them that, hey, stop doing what you want. Remember that your body is not your own. See, there's no new argument. Scripture covers it all. Different time period, different language, different contexts sometimes, but there's nothing new under the sun. The reason why Solomon was one of the wisest people to have ever lived his wisdom came from above. When you can listen to that godly wisdom, that wisdom from above, it's going to be universal. It's going to apply regardless of your time and your circumstances. It's our body. Our body as a church is his choice. I hope that could help bring some encouragement and some insight today. Thank you all. May God bless you. May God keep you.